Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 2.4 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. In today's episode, I'm continuing the series around ways to live with cancer in an exceptional way. I just want to remind you that you don't have to do or be all of the concepts that I'm talking about in this series. Even just embracing a few of these qualities can make a difference. In today's episode, I'm talking about the importance of lifestyle changes, not just for when you have cancer, but for post-cancer, because this can help support recurrence prevention. So we're going to take a look at why lifestyle changes are important and ways that you can make lifestyle changes. Before we begin, I would like to personally invite you to my upcoming online masterclass. On Saturday, March 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern, I'm hosting Strategies for Living with Cancer, How to Love Your Life Outside the Doctor's Office. This masterclass is a one-hour look at what you can do to live your life every day, the life the medical world doesn't tell you about when they give you your diagnosis. I will be talking about supporting your body, managing your stress, and why taking care of yourself is so important to your healing process. You deserve to enjoy life even when you're living with cancer. There are so many things that you can do to support yourself as you move through the process, and I want to share some of them with you. So mark Saturday, March 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern on your calendar and head to the show notes to grab the link or you can find the link in my Instagram bio at Catherine White Cancer Coach or on my website, catherinewhite.coach. So let's get started. One of the biggest takeaways for me when it comes to having cancer is that lifestyle makes all the difference. Prior to my diagnosis, I was living what I like to call the normal North American life. I am married to my best friend who has a job that takes him away from home a lot. He's a pilot and his career started before we got married and got busier once we had our children as he progressed into a larger airline. So when he was gone, he was really gone. Um, Now, fortunately, when he came home, he was very much in the game and very supportive, but it was a little bit nut bar when he was gone with two young children. So these are my sons. I have two sons, and they were very busy little boys, and life only got busier as they started school and got into extracurricular activities. And I'm sure a lot of you are nodding your heads and can completely understand what I'm talking about. Um, I spent so much time helping them when they were just wee and needed their mummy and then as they got older running them around all over the place and again I'm sure many of you can relate to that. I also worked full-time as a teacher which was a very stressful job for me. Being a full-time employee and having a family is definitely a balancing act and I thought I had it under control and I suppose I did on the surface but it's like that analogy of the duck that looks really calm on the water but is paddling frantically underneath. That's how I felt my life was kind of going and that stress of that was a lot and it took its toll on my health. Now as far as lifestyle, we ate like many North Americans do processed foods, takeout, whatever was easy given our busy life. 
And I do want to say that we did our best to eat well, and it wasn't always processed food and takeout food. We usually would make home, we often, I'm not going to say usually, we often would make homemade meals. And we tried to eat breakfast and dinner together every day, all the way through to when the boys were done school and had moved out. That was just one of our ways of sort of gathering as a family, sorting everything out, and also connecting over food, which is a very important part of a healthy lifestyle. Now, in terms of other things, I dabbled in yoga when the kids were little. Um, as much as I was able to, I went to classes and eventually I took up running and that got a little bit easier as the kids got older and I could start to leave them. So I started to bring in some self-care practices, which is also a lifestyle piece, but I know that I wasn't really great at it. I didn't take a lot of time for myself and I didn't make my health a priority. Maybe this sounds familiar to you. All of this to say, we were just a normal family living a fairly normal life. Now, hindsight is 2020, so I can see now where I could have made some very simple changes and adjustments if I had been aware of the impact that my lifestyle was having on my health. So this leads into this episode's topic about lifestyle changes. Since my diagnosis, I've not really focused on beating myself up for not doing all the right things or shaming myself or judging myself, which isn't going to change anything at this point. What's made a difference for me and that can make a difference for you is awareness and education. Sometimes it takes having your world rocked to realize that there is another way. Cancer patients deserve education around changes they can start making. That's why we're talking about this today, and exceptional patients are willing to get that education and dive in. And I don't, I just want to insert here too that this is such a great time to be talking about this because as a colon cancer survivor, we are in March and it is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. And so lifestyle is such a huge part of prevention and is something that really needs to be brought to the forefront in terms of awareness so that people can take preventative action. Now, if you're already in the cancer diagnosis stage, that's okay. Like there's, I said, there's no shaming, there's no judgment, but you know, as we're sitting here moving through colon cancer awareness month, colorectal cancer awareness month, it's a great time to really dive in to these pieces of lifestyle that matter for colorectal cancer and for all cancers. So however this lands with you, just remember no shame, no guilt, no judgment, but opportunity to start making changes now. So many exceptional cancer patients really look around and they start to see that simple lifestyle changes can, can help you to heal yourself, but also to reinvent yourself. This is such an opportunity to create a version of you that maybe you've been wanting to, but never prioritized. Or for many, this is the wake up call to make big and small changes that can make a difference right now and into the future. Many exceptional patients look around and see that there is another way, a chance to start over, an opportunity to make the changes that they may never have if cancer hadn't shown up. For me, I quit my job. I like to say I retired myself, but essentially I quit my job. Now I know that that may not be uh, or feel like it's available to you, but it's something that many cancer thrivers consider or even do. Oftentimes, 
once you have a cancer diagnosis, your priorities shift. And that is a direct result of the fear of missing out on life, the realization that there's another way to live, and the most real response, the fear of dying and dying unfulfilled, having not done the things that you've wanted to do. So exceptional patients really take a look at their life and reprioritize things because they want to live. They want to live a full and happy and fulfilled life. And they make changes that serve them now and into the future because they want to get healthy and stay healthy and really live life. When I work with clients, I approach things from a body, mind, spirit philosophy. This is the process that can move you from cancer survivor to cancer thriver. So let's start with the body. I feel like I need to comment here, like I'm just getting over a really bad cold, so I feel like I sound a little bit froggy, so I think I need to do a little bit more care in my body when I get off of recording this podcast, so sorry about my froggy voice. Anyway, it all ties in to taking care of ourselves, right? So the first thing that typically comes to mind when people think about their body is food. What can I eat? What should I eat? What shouldn't I eat? It's my experience that there isn't a lot of direction here from the medical world. When I asked these questions, the answer I got was, whatever you can keep down. And I wasn't having trouble keeping food down. I needed a better answer than this. And there's a very simple answer here. Eat whole foods. Foods that are grown or raised naturally. Foods that are not made in a lab or a factory. Foods that contain complete nutrients, not synthetic versions, and preservatives. Every nutrient you put in your body is going to support your health and your healing. Whole foods are familiar to your body and it knows how to break them down and use them to support you. Foods that are full of chemicals and are stripped of nutrients will fill you up. They'll make you feel full. They'll help you to gain weight, which is often a concern, and they might make you feel like you're doing something to help yourself. But, and again, no judgment here, those foods contain little to no nutrients and are inflammatory in your body. Cancer is an inflammatory disease. You don't want to be creating inflammation. You want to be reducing it. And the same can be said for foods that are full of sugar. Whether you know it or not, processed foods are packed with sugar. Your ketchup, your mustard, your mayonnaise, your salad dressing, your chicken fingers, everything is has so much sugar in it. And the worst culprit is high fructose corn syrup, which is in just about everything. And again, when you have cancer or when you're working on cancer prevention, sugar is not your friend as it is inflammatory and it just really needs to be removed from your diet and switched out for healthy versions. Now, I'm going to leave it at that for food right now because really it's a whole episode in itself, but it's something that's really, really important to your healing process and that you can start making simple changes in today. The other piece is movement. And this is a significant part of lifestyle changes that exceptional cancer patients bring into their life as well. See, incorporating regular healthy movement is a great way to support your body inside and out. Exercise supports your internal systems, your bones, and your muscles. What's important is that you do exercise that feels good physically and mentally for you. 
It doesn't make sense to overtax yourself or to do something that you don't feel motivated to do. That's counterproductive to making change to support yourself and help you get healthy. You want to be able to get up, get motivated and enjoy what you're doing. And this leads really nicely into the piece around the mind work. Movement is a great way to reduce your stress. Exercise will reduce your stress hormone cortisol while increasing your serotonin and your oxytocin and your dopamine that are going to support your mental health. One of the changes that exceptional cancer patients make in terms of the mind is to bring in mindfulness practices, including meditation, journaling, gratitude practices, relaxation techniques like breath work, and even just getting outside. These practices are also supportive of the spirit part of you. Your spirit is who you are. It is really important to remember that even though you're living with cancer, you can still do things that bring you joy and feel good. In fact, you should, because oftentimes when we get this cancer diagnosis, it becomes our identity. It becomes the identity that you get up to every single day. I am Catherine, the cancer patient. And it's really important to step back from that label and come back to who you are on the inside and do things to reconnect with yourself and remind yourself that you are a human being going through a very human experience, but you can do things that bring you joy and feel good. It's really important to nurture your spirit. And it's an important part of the recovery process because when you care for yourself, you make yourself a priority. And maybe that's something that was absent in your life before cancer. So you get to make this shift. You can make changes in your body. You can make changes in your, in your movement and your food. You can make changes in your mental health by exercising, meditating, gratitude practices. And all of that is going to support your spirit and help you to create a healthful life. If you want to hear more about this, you can go back and revisit episode 2.0, being part of the process. It's very much linked to what we're talking about today, and I've put the link to it in the show notes. The message today, friends, is that lifestyle matters. You can't change what came before. It's done. We cannot live in the past. We cannot linger in the past. It's not good for our physical self, and it's not good for our mental health. But you can certainly change now as you move forward. Exceptional patients are willing to alter lifelong patterns. You can make changes in very simple steps, very gently. It doesn't have to be extreme. It can be. You can make all the changes that you want right away, but maybe you just need to do it one step at a time. So I want to ask you this. What are you going to change? What do you want to bring into your life right now that's easy and accessible and that's going to put you on the path to being an exceptional cancer patient? I would love to hear from you and have you share what you've learned in this episode and how it's going to guide you to make the changes you've always wanted to make or to make the changes that you now know are available to you. You can email me at hello at katherinewhite.coach and I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review wherever you are listening to this episode. This helps me to reach more people like you who are looking for support and guidance and a different way to live with cancer. You are stepping into the world of the exceptional cancer patient. 
the one who is taking control of their life with cancer, the one who is ready to explore not how this happened, but how to move forward and not stay stuck in the diagnosis, the one who's ready to ask for help. You get to be exceptional. You get to decide. If you're ready to get the support you've been looking for, if you're ready to explore a different way of living life with cancer, if you're ready to bring strategies into your life, then I'd like to invite you to join me in my Strategies for Living with Cancer Masterclass, which is running on Saturday, March 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern. Becoming a cancer thriver is the best way for you to feel in control of your health and happiness without feeling like you are just surviving. I want to share with you the three-part process that I have learned and that I use for myself in my life with cancer. You can register for this masterclass through the link in the show notes or on my website, www.catherinewhite.coach. There is a way to live with cancer that has you feeling calmer and more confident, and I can't wait to show you how. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day, and may you live your life to your fullest follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.